Welcome to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast, your source for everything you need to go from unfocused wantrepreneur to action-taking, money-making entrepreneur. Now, your host, Brian Lofermento. Hey there, and welcome to another Mindset and Motivation Monday here on the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. I am so excited about today's episode because it is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. Now, by the time that this episode is released publicly, I will be in Los Angeles, California. I'm doing some work out in LA for about a week with a company that I'm a marketing advisor to. And so I'm excited to be in Los Angeles, but I am recording this episode from home, from Boston, Massachusetts. And people always ask me, Brian, even though you travel so much, how do you still always maintain a three-day-a-week podcast? And just so you know, because I know not a lot of listeners realize this, I'm a huge believer in batch processing. So I do my tasks in batches. So for example, when it comes to recording the podcast, I'll sit down and over the course of two days, I'll record if not all, then most of the episodes for an entire month. So 12 episodes over the course of two days, and then I'm all set for the next month. So that's how I work. I love batch processing. It's just kind of a a fun note for you as a entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur, to start thinking about is how can you batch your tasks? Because, I mean, back in 2012, for example, I would try to do everything over the course of the day, and I would wake up and say, okay, today I'm going to answer my emails, I'm going to write a few proposals for clients, I'm going to make some videos that I've been putting off, I'm going to post on social media, I'm going to post on our blog. And what I realized was that I just wasn't getting anything done that way. It's way easier when you say, okay, this is the one thing I'm going to focus on today. So for me, typically, Mondays are the days that I record podcast episodes. So when I wake up on a Monday, I know that's what I'm doing is I'm going to record at least three to five podcast episodes so that I've got some in the bank. And when I'm traveling, I can just set those to release. Now, it's always a delicate balance because as a podcast host, I don't want there to be too many episodes that were recorded way in advance because things happen in the world and I want to make sure that this is always time sensitive for you. But also, I want a delicate balance of evergreen content so that whether you listen to this six months from when I record it or a year or five years when I record it, it's still relevant for you. So that's just a fun note because I'm on the road, because I'm in Los Angeles by the time that this episode gets released, I wanted to give you a fun behind the scenes little tidbit of information about how the whole thing works. Now let's dive into today's episode. So I in my head, I titled this episode, Go For It, because I recently read Grant Cardone's new book called Be Obsessed or Be Average, and I highly recommend his book. Grant Cardone I've always been on the fence about his stuff because he's very sales heavy. And as you know by now, my approach to sales is simply provide value. Provide value to people because money is a natural byproduct of value. And Grant Cardone is all about sell, sell, sell. He says, always be selling, always be closing, ABC. So our styles have never meshed very well, but I did pick up his book to read it and see what was inside of it. And I want to read an excerpt from his book to kick off today's episode because it was this one excerpt that really sparked this entire episode because three words as an entrepreneur have always guided me. Three words. They've not only guided me from an entrepreneurial perspective, but just on a on a life level. I mean, these three words literally guide everything in my life. And those three words are anything is possible. 
And the older I get, the more I realize that that's a mentality that truly successful people have. I've never heard a successful person say something's not possible. And before I read the quote from Grant Cardone, actually, so this, I didn't intend on bringing this up, but as I just said that last sentence, a line from one of my favorite books of all time, The Magic of Thinking Big. So The Magic of Thinking Big is one of the most pivotal books in my entire life. And there's a line in there that says how you can identify big thinkers from small thinkers and big people from small people. So if you tell a small person that you want to own a $10 million house, they're going to laugh at you and say that you're crazy and they're going to think that your dreams are unreasonable. Whereas if you tell a big person who lives in a $20 million house that you one day want to buy a $10 million house, they'll encourage you and they'll say go for it because they know it's possible, because they did it firsthand. So that's a really easy way. Big people don't laugh at big dreams because they know it's possible. So that has last, that has left a lasting impact on me all my life, and I'm so lucky to have read that book when I was in my early 20s. But let me jump on over to Grant Cardone's book called Be Obsessed or Be Average, and I'm going to read you an excerpt from it. So here we go. I will never tell you that anything's impossible, and you should never decide anything's impossible. A total stranger came up to me recently and said, I understand your goal is to have 7 billion people know your name. You know that's impossible, right? I thought, this guy isn't talking to me. He's just trying to make sense of all that he has given up on. I don't need anyone to remind me how difficult, unlikely, or even dangerous my goals are. I know all that and I'm still going to go for it because the alternative is too painful. I will judge myself less for coming up short than I would for never going for it. So that's the end of the excerpt that I wanted to read you to kick off today's episode, but I'm going to read the last sentence one more time. I will judge myself less for coming up short than I would for never going for it. That right there explains so much about Grant Cardone's success, and I can relate to it as an entrepreneur because I'm fortunate to have failed from a business perspective back in 2013. So my business partner and I, we grew a really successful business. In 13 months, we grew it to six figures. It's a great business. I mean, we loved working with our clients. We hated the work that we were doing, and also we were doing it in inefficient ways super inefficient ways. We were working 80 plus hour weeks. There were nights where we pulled all-nighters and I felt so bad because, so I'm a night owl and I don't really need that much sleep. I'll happily sleep during the day. I'll go to bed at four and wake up at 11 and I'll feel great. My business partner, on the other hand, I would feel bad for those nights because it would be six in the morning and we'd be working on a website and he would just, you could tell he wanted to fall asleep. And I don't blame him because normal people want to sleep during those hours. We've all got different clocks internally. And so we were doing business in a not so smart way and we were both getting burned out. And it came to the point where my business partner emailed me one day and he said, I quit. And that was a massive failure to me. All of a sudden this business, my life, I mean that's that's how I was making in a living was from this business and all of a sudden I didn't have that business anymore. My business partner quit and said, let's dissolve the business. So that was a massive failure to me. And in that moment, I'll never forget what I did. I mean, I looked around, and I've talked about this on the podcast before. I looked around, and I realized the walls weren't falling in on me. The ceiling wasn't coming down. The the trees were still outside blowing in the wind. The birds were still chirping outside. And I realized failure isn't all that bad. 
And so for a brief moment, I mean, obviously I had my freak out after that. I realized in the moment that failure wasn't so bad and the world kept spinning and the clock kept ticking. But I did have a freak out later on that night when I talked to my family about it. And I told them, I said, you know what? Maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I just wasn't cut out to be an entrepreneur. And this is something I've never talked about publicly. So you're listening to this episode today and you're going to hear some things, hear me talk about some things that I've never really talked about publicly. In that moment, I almost stopped becoming an entrepreneur. I almost gave up on everything. And I remember telling my parents that night, I said to them, I'm just going to take the GMATs, I'm going to get into grad school, and I'll just work in corporate America for the rest of my life. And something clicked in my head where, thanks to the failure, I said, you know, what am I running from? So what that my business partner quit? So what that this business didn't work out? So what? I know that I'm special. I know that I have a message inside of me and I know that I care about people and I want to get them results. And I am an entrepreneur. Regardless of what happens, my failures will never define me. I get to choose how to react to those failures. And it's those choices that I make in the wake of failure that will define me. So that was a big realization that I had. I was 24 years old when that happened, and it felt like the end of the world. And then I realized, I need to start my next business, and it needs to be me, and I want to make an impact for people. And that's when it hit me. I will judge myself less for coming up short than I would for never going for it. If I never went for it, if I never started my next business, if I never started business on my own after my business partner left, then I would have forever judged myself for never going for it. You need to go for it. And imagine if I didn't. I mean, imagine if I never started that business, I would have never written my book, Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur, which has been read by entrepreneurs all across the world and in almost all 50 states here in the United States. I would have never started this podcast where I've reached thousands of people in dozens of countries already. I love looking at the list of listeners that we have, well, the list of countries that we have listeners in. It's so cool. And I'm so thankful that I decided I would judge myself less for coming up short than I would for never going for it. Going for it as an entrepreneur is such an important thing because the reality is most people never go for it. And I'll tell you why most people never go for it. Here's another excerpt from Grant Cardone's book. You ready for this? People are lazy because it is tolerated. People accept the idea of average because their parents and peers told them it was all right to settle for less rather than become obsessed with their dreams. And I'll tell you what, you're listening to this episode here today. You're listening to the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. You're listening to me. And I'm here today to tell you that everyone is going to think that you're crazy because we've been conditioned to accept the idea of average. We've been conditioned to work for 40 years at a job that we're not so crazy about, retire, cash out our 401k, have the government tell us how much we can take out, how much we can live off of, how much we have to pay in taxes, how much we'll get for retirement money. We have accepted that idea. Society has conditioned us to accept that idea of reality. But that idea of reality is average. And people are lazy because average is tolerated. Now, the problem is, is that most people never do anything exceptional because most people aren't willing to go outside of the box to make themselves exceptional. 
We're all born exceptional. We just don't show it. We don't show that we are exceptional often enough. Let me read another quote from Grant Cardone's book. Unhappy people can't teach you how to be happy. The poor can't teach you how to get rich. A guy in a failing marriage cannot teach you how to make your marriage work. An average person can't teach you how to be exceptional. Let me just read that last sentence one more time. An average person can't teach you how to be exceptional. Now that's such a powerful line from Grant Cardone because all of our lives were surrounded by a lot of people who have accepted the idea of being average. Because let's face it, the majority of people on this planet have accepted the idea of being average. There's very few truly world-changing people in this on this planet because we've been conditioned to accept the idea of average. So I'm actually going to tell you another story here today on this episode. Now, this happened back when I was 19 years old. So I had just started my soccer website. It was my soccer blog called Premiership Talk. And when I started, I kind of jokingly had these grand visions of it one day being read by millions of people. But then I also had all those mindset things in my head. I said, one, why would anybody listen to me? Two, I don't have a marketing budget. I'm just a college kid. How the heck would I ever get this website out there? Three, I'm American, and when I talk about soccer to people from Europe, specifically from England, they just say, oh, you're American, and they assume I don't understand the game. So there were all these mental hurdles in my head, and that's when I decided, you know what? Let me go for it. I need I need somebody who's not average, who has reached the top of the soccer industry, because I want to be exceptional in this industry. I want to make a mark. And so that's when I went out and I said, who's the top of the soccer industry here in the United States? And the answer back in 2008, that's when I was starting my soccer website, the answer back in 2008 was Nick Webster. So Nick Webster was this guy who was one of the top producers, top directors, top on-air talents at Fox Soccer Channel. And Nick is a guy from England who was labeled the voice of soccer in America. So widely respected. This is a guy who had done interviews and interacted with David Beckham, with Zlatan Ibrahimovic, with some of the biggest names in the world of soccer, and they all knew who he was because he was the voice of soccer in America. He basically introduced the United States of America to the English Premier League on Fox Soccer Channel. So Nick was a really powerful, inspiring guy who was exceptional in his industry and and to this day remains exceptional in the soccer industry. I mean, this guy, his name carries a lot of weight. Everybody knows who he is. And so as a 19-year-old kid, I said, if Nick did that, why can't I? Sure, he has a British accent, but let's be real. That should never hold me back. So you know what I decided in that moment? I decided to go for it. And I reached out, I found Nick's Fox Soccer Channel email address, and I emailed him, and I didn't get a response. I found his office number, and I called him, and I left a voicemail, and I didn't get a response. So I called back, and I didn't get a response. Then I got really creepy, and I found his personal email address. I didn't get a response. Then I got even creepier, and I found, somehow I found a phone number of his, I don't know if it was his cell phone number or his home phone number, but I called it, and I didn't get a response. So then I took my creepiness, I would call it persistence, to a whole new level. This is 19-year-old Brian, and I found his personal Facebook page, and I decided, you know what, everybody checks their Facebook, especially in 2008. We weren't getting spammed on Facebook the way that people get spammed today. And so I said, I'm just going to add him on Facebook, and I'm going to send him a Facebook message because he'll definitely see it there. And so finally, I got a hold of him. 
I got a hold of somebody who was exceptional in the soccer industry. And Nick reached back out to me and he said, all right, kid, what do you want? You have been trying to get a hold of me in every way. Let's jump on the phone. I'll give you a 15 minute phone call and you tell me what you want. And I remember going into that phone call with the voice of soccer in America, the guy who was the top of the pile when it comes to soccer in the United States. And going into that phone call, I was just like, oh my gosh, what do I want from this guy? And really all I wanted was I wanted to learn how to be exceptional in the soccer industry. And so I'll never forget that 15-minute phone call with him. I think it only lasted 10 minutes. And I, I was actually at my summer internship, and I had to step outside to take his phone call. And I said to him, look, I respect what you do. You're exceptional. You're the top of, of your industry. I want to be like that. I just started this soccer website. I only have a few readers, but I'm determined. I'll do whatever it takes to make this thing big. And Nick said, well, what are you willing to do? And I said to him, literally anything. And so he got me an unpaid internship at Fox Soccer Channel that summer. And so there I was working a full-time internship during the days and at night just working relentlessly and obsessively to soak up as much knowledge as I could from Fox Soccer Channel, from working with Nick, and just from seeing how legitimate soccer businesses and soccer websites worked. I obsessed about being that persistent that summer because I wanted to learn how to be exceptional because I realized an average person can't teach you how to be exceptional. You need to find exceptional people. You need to be committed to learning from exceptional people if you want to become exceptional. An average person can't teach you how to be exceptional. And most people try to learn that from average people. <laughs> I'm just going to read that the full excerpt one more time. Unhappy people can't teach you how to be happy. The poor can't teach you how to get rich. A guy in a failing marriage can't teach you how to make your marriage work. An average person can't teach you how to be exceptional. So I went for it. And do you want to hear the results of what happened after working with Nick? Everything turned around after I started learning from Nick. I mean, my soccer website, premiershiptalk.com, went on to be one of the most read soccer websites in the world. Three and a half million readers from over 200 countries around the world. We won so many awards. Back in 2010, I was named by the English Football Association, which is the governing body of soccer in England. All those people who laugh at us Yanks and they say, you don't understand soccer or football. They even laugh at the fact that we call it soccer. The English Football Association named my website the FA Cup Fans Favorite Football Site. So there I went from a 19-year-old college kid who didn't believe that he was exceptional to being at the top of the pile in my industry with one of the most read soccer websites in the world. And it's all because I went for it. It's all because I went for it. Now, fortunately, and this ties in with the fact that I'm in Los Angeles by the time that this episode gets released, I'm in Los Angeles to do some work with Nick because over the years, my mentorship with Nick has totally changed and it's evolved over time. And that mentorship, menteeship relationship has evolved over time. I mean, sometimes from a business and marketing perspective, I'm teaching him. Sometimes from a life and experience perspective, he teaches me. So it's a mutually beneficial relationship. So I'm doing work in Los Angeles this week. That's why I'm in Los Angeles. So Nick is one of my students in many respects. He's gone through my programs. He's now built a very successful soccer coaching business of his own. 
I've gone on to benefit from the knowledge that I gained from him and further my skills. Average people can't teach you how to be exceptional. Go out there. Go for it. I'm so lucky that 19-year-old me was that persistent and said if I'm serious about being exceptional, I need to learn from exceptional people. This is my invitation to you today. Do you want to be exceptional? And if so, stop learning from average people. Find the exceptional people and learn from them. Do whatever it takes. Go for it. Because the worst thing that can happen, the absolute worst thing that can happen is they say no. That's it. And I'll tell you what, it's not so bad when people say no. Because there's 7 billion people on this planet and millions and millions of opportunities. So if one person says no, it's not the end of the road. You need to go for it. And a lot of entrepreneurship is about going for it. So that's my invitation to you today. Go for it. If you've got any questions, don't hesitate. Reach out to me via email. My email address is hello at imetbrian.com or head on over to the show's website at thewantrepreneurshow.com. I'll see you on Wednesday for another episode of the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. Thanks for listening to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast with your host, Brian Lofermento. For show notes and to get a free copy of Brian's book, visit us online at thewantrepreneurshow.com.